back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new little bevy. You know what's so weird? I haven't said a new bottle of wine for so long. A year? When did we stop? I don't know. You know what? It just became too much. It the be- wine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It became too much. It became too much. I it think was- as we got older, it was just, we were just like, wow, we can't drink at 11 a.m. It's just, yeah. It the- ruined the whole day. Your like, whole day was off. Today, it was it's 10.45 right now yeah. in the morning. And I'm like, we would we have to. two glasses of wine and then had to go <sighs> about the rest of our no. days. No. And just even like sourcing, the- getting the wine. And then it always felt wasteful because it's like. We didn't drink the rest of the bottle of wine. Yeah. It didn't really fully make sense. It did in the pandemic. During oh, yeah. the pandemic, pandemic. We were like, <laughs> let's pop off. Yeah. And afterwards, we would be like, you want to take this bottle home? And then we'd just be at home by ourselves. Yeah. Drinking the wine. Yeah. We really aged out of that one. Yeah, we did. And I'm happy I'm happy that we're um in a more free place to be where yeah. we can go any direction oh totally yeah who knows we might, we might do a bottle of wine one day i'm sure we will we'll bring we'll bring something back but yeah for 10 45 a.m it's not gonna it's be that not, it's not happening <laughs> and actually this week you guys were talking about something that i'm i'm shocked we haven't talked about yet plant parenthood plant parenthood and let me say that again plant, plant parenthood, parenthood. <laughs> how to take care of your plants we're gonna be going over the basics of plant parenthood why your plants are dying because we let me tell they're dying they're fucking dying just be honest with yourself they're dying and tips for keeping your plant thriving and i absolutely need this for myself it's hard it's hard and at the end of the episode you guys we are playing pop off pop off pop off so i gotta think about something that i need i think this is only our second pop off it might be I think it is. We'll see. And you guys know you can always write into the show with episode requests at amidoingthisrightpod at gmail.com or you can DM us at amidoingthisrightpod. Nat, what are we drinking that is not alcoholic beverage? Not an alcoholic beverage, but a caffeinated beverage. Oh my God, I was hoping there was going to be something caffeinated. Yeah. Because I'm like, "Eh." I went this morning to get these and I was like, it's got to be caffeinated, whatever. (laughs) So this is actually a very like... Common oh. drink. Oh, yeah. Joe loves these. I have never had one of Me these. Me neither. But everybody's obsessed. They are the, they're just like the yerba mate It's tea? guayaki. Guayaki. Organic yerba mate. And this is the lemon elation. It's just like, is your is yerba mate, oh, yerba mate extract. How much caffeine is in this thing? I have no idea. I, oh, it says shake gently. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Okay, Natalie. It says shake. Are we gently. gonna fuck up all the podcast equipment? Uh, I hope not. Otherwise, we'll have to. Oh, sit it says it's non-carbonated. Arrest. That's why. Okay, that's why we can shake it. We'll have to citizens arrest them if it explodes. Oh, Sebastopol. What? It says distributed in Seb- Sebastopol. That's oh, this says 150 milligrams of caffeine per can. So that's three cups of coffee. Wait, how no, much a cup is- of coffee is I think 90. Oh. So a cup and a half. Okay. Well, you know I'm not going to... It's going to take me four days to get through this. Why does this taste familiar? Why does it taste familiar? Oh, I know exactly what it tastes like. Should I say it now or at the end? Arizona iced tea? 
I was going to say the peach iced tea Snapple. Yeah, there's something or like— Or the lemon iced tea Snapple. Yeah, I mean. there's some there's some Snapple, Arizona tea kind of vibe yeah. happening. It's also like a canned tea. Yeah. Is it even tea? It's um, yerba mate, whatever that may be. Yeah, your brewed roasted yerba mate and elderflower? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But what's going on with you? Um, well, what's going on with me is that I am operating on... We had a sleepless um, night. Yeah, you guys know I've been doing my thing. I've been on my little... And then this morning, or guys, I don't know who, know, who knows what time it was. Well, I do. It was 3 a.m. I was like, bing! <sighs> and my mind was like, ding, 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 ding. And I was like tossing and turning. I was waking Joe up. He was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. I just can't sleep. He's like, Okay. And then I would turn around more. Then I'd sit up. And he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to get out of the bed. I'm sorry. I'm waking you up. <laughs> well, how, when did you go to bed? Nine. So you got like, what, five hours? Yeah, I went back to sleep. Okay. That's I, good. Like five. So then today I'm just like, oh, no. Like the whole day. Well, what we learned from our sleep episode is maybe you woke up in a stage three I woke up in the wrong stage. Right. You're supposed oh. to wake up in the four or the one. But if you wake up in the three, it basically says you're fucked for the rest of the day. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel fucked for the rest yeah, of my day. It's like it is super disorienting. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I feel like that's what happened. Is there anything going on in your life? What's going on? Um, have a new collection I'm working on. Ew. It'll be out by by the time this is out. Is it the one I know about? It's the one you know about. Oh, okay. Well, you can say it's Barbie. Yes. Yes. Because it'll be out. But I have to, like, name them all. I'm stuck on the... Like, so these earrings, these are, like, dangly. Oh, they're so pretty. So, like, these need a name. Are you doing, like, Barbie names? I don't know yet. I might ask our group chat. Like, like the dream house. Right? Or yeah. Like Malibu. Right. Or, like, uh, what were some other... There was, like, Skipper. Oh, Skipper. Ken. There's Barbie dream house. There is. They, I don't know. They, there's, like, Barbie things. Barbie girl. Pink Corvette. <gasps> Pink Corvette. Or Corvette. Oh, my God. Or she had a little... Bu- I I didn't have it, but one of my friends had the little beetle. The oh, yeah. BW. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted that so bad. I'm like, did I? I wasn't a... I was a Barbie girl. I had a lot of... I had Barbies. Yeah. For sure. I had a Barbie Jeep, too, which was like... Oh, I had a Barbie Jeep. Ugh. That was the best gift of my life. Yes. I have pictures of me with my sunglasses on, like, driving. It's like, me. Yeah. It went so slow. Yeah. And then I also had the life-size Barbie. Oh, you did? That's yeah. scary. It was like four feet tall. And yeah, why did they do that? Because I would just carry her around. What did I even do with her? Barbie was like kind of the beginning of the female empowerment movement. No, it actually was. Yeah. Like I, I like, think that that's part of also what's going to be in the Barbie movie. It should be. Like historically, like legitimately is. Because she was not a housewife. No. She it was, was a working girl. Yes. It was like, you can have any career you want. Like, here's a doctor Barbie. Here's a this Barbie. Here's a that Barbie. Yeah. And it was never like, oh, like, here's a Barbie kitchen for her to be a homemaker. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, she was employed and Ken never really was employed. Yeah. What the fuck's Ken doing? He never really had a job like that. No, he didn't. Wait, I'm going to see. How many jobs has Barbie had? Honestly. Let's see. Vet Barbie. I remember. Oh, wow. Barbie has had over 200 careers recently, including more in STEM. 
I mean, there's literally nothing she can't do. There's nothing she She's can't do. She's an astronaut. There's an aerobics, aerobics instructor, fashion designer, Olympian, surgeon, ballerina, a doctor, flight attendant, NASCAR driver, presidential <laughs> candidate. Look at Lord. her. Look at her. Hitting the campaign trail. She's on that campaign trail. And where the fuck is... Where's Ken? Where's Ken? You know? The, oh, wow. the first husband. Oh, here's her little reporter. Oh, yeah. Look at her in STEM. <sighs> oh, no. This is her as a... Please, please describe what she is. Because I thought she was in STEM, but I actually think she might be a telemarketer. I was going to say, is she a telemarketer? <laughs> I think she might be. She's, that's giving MLM. That's it, giving... Maybe she's... Because um, she's got... So the picture is her holding a laptop with a little um, headset, but her shirt has money signs all over it. Oh, it has like coding all over it's it. It's coding, like, but there's money, right? I don't know. What I don't she know is. what that. There's a computer, and I think that might be Barbie the scammer. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Joanne! Ugh, shout out to Joanne the scammer. I loved her. She was great. I don't know. I guess she's a coder. A very fashionable one. Yeah, she she's always fashionable. Oh, well, I'm very excited for your Barbie line. <sighs> Thank you. I'm excited for it to be completed. I can't wait. It's just a lot of work to get it out, you know. You know, one job that Barbie definitely had. Plant mom. Plant mom. <laughs> Gardener. Gardener. That's something she can do, and we can't. And we can't. And I think we should get into it. <laughs> I wrote this. It's insane. <laughs> it says, sun's out, bun's out. Which means our plants hath risen from the graves. Um, I don't know. One aspect of adulthood that we've both yet to master is how to be plant parents. And we both are really just winging it. And I feel like we could both use some pointers on how to keep our, quote unquote, plant Plant babies babies. alive. Yeah, a lot of things. A lot of the literature said plant babies. That was terrifying. Yeah, that's a little much. I actually feel like plants were like huge like two years ago like people yeah. were like especially like decor yeah plants everywhere well was that pandemic beha- was that pandemic behavior it could have been or was that pre-pandemic it was pre-pandemic yeah i think people were really like filling their houses with these plants yeah and i have a good amount me too me too it's just you know are they doing my, my well? babies oh yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know okay let's start with some facts about plant parenthood. Yes. So a study published in the Journal of Psychological Anthropology found that plants in your home or office can make you feel more comfortable, soothed, and natural. <laughs> what is what is feeling, feeling more natural? natural? I'm feeling so natural today. Um, brain scans of the participants showed that the The students who studied with real live plants in the classroom were more attentive and better to concentrate than students in other groups. Oh. I don't remember having a lot of plants in my classroom. Mm, We had class pets. Oh, we didn't even have class pets. Really? No, we didn't have like a lizard or like a Oh my God, we always had a pet. Really? Oh yeah, like every grade of my life until high school. What were they? We had mice. We had a chinchilla. We had a boa constrictor. It just seems like a liability on the school. Yeah. Well, you know, I went to a cult school. Yeah. So they, I don't know if they're liable for fucking anything. I think they were like, it's a free-for-all. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, next fact. A 2002 review of the research revealed that people recuperating from several kinds of surgery needed less pain medication and had shorter hospital stays than people who weren't looking at greenery during their recovery periods. Oh, my God. How cute. I can totally... Because they're feeling natural. That's why. It all goes back to feeling more natural. And finally, according to a 1989 study by NASA, houseplants can greatly reduce chemicals in indoor air, and it is estimated that it only takes between 15 and 18 plants to lower VOCs significantly in an 1,800-square-foot home. That seems like a lot of plants. It only takes 15 to 18? And 1,800 square feet is, like, relatively big. That's how big my place is. So imagine 18 plants in there. I have, okay, let me see. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. So maybe we I have eight. Maybe we can say per. I need 10 more to to have any sign in. And how big are the plants? Like, what's this? Are some of them cacti? Are the little suck? Like, what is it? Yeah. But it seems like, according to this math, it would be one plant per 100 square feet. Okay. So So let's say you live in a 400 square foot apartment, four plants. Oh, okay. That's a good way. That, look at you. Math. Yeah, we're doing You're math. mathing. I'm mathing. This morning. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go into the basics of plant parenthood. Plant plant parenthood. <laughs> Which I still think is funny. It is. It is really <laughs> funny. Um, plant ownership basics include understanding the type of plant you have, its watering and sunlight needs, how to repot or transplant it, and how to troubleshoot troubleshoot common problems, which we will get into later. The easiest way to get to know your plant is literally to identify and Google it to find its basic needs and care instructions. See, that's my problem. Most of my plants, I have no idea what they are. I I, I know one of my plants. Yeah, I know one. Yep, one. And the rest, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what you Like, I'm are. guessing. Actually, yeah. I know two of my plants. Okay, so what are some of the basics that we need to know? <sighs> Number one, this is where I fuck up. Every time. Watering needs. Most Mm. plants require consistent moisture, but not all plants have the same watering needs. Overwatering or underwatering can harm your plant, so it's important to find the right balance. Check the soil regularly to determine when it's time to water. You can also get yourself a soil moisture meter, and it can tell you exactly what the situation of your soil is. I have one in one of my bigger plants. Never look at it. Me neither. No, I used to have one when I attempted to have a fiddle leaf fig like four times, and they always die. They're so fucking hard to keep. And I just never figured it out. Yeah. But I guess you can also, in like plants that aren't finicky, if you stick your finger in and it's dry, then it's like water water it. If you stick your finger in and it's like, it's like you can still feel dampness up to like your knuckle, then leave it. Sometimes if the soil just looks dry on top, it doesn't it's mean not, that. It's not, yeah. And then you can you can overdo it. Oh lord, it's a whole fucking thing. Well, another basic that we need to know is light. Plants need light to photosynthesize and grow, but different plants have different light requirements. Some prefer direct sunlight, while others do better in indirect light. Place your plant in an appropriate location based on its light needs. And if you live in an apartment or home without much natural light. Research plants that do well in low light and don't even attempt one that needs direct light because it will die. It will straight up die. Next is the soil. 
So the type of soil your plant is in can affect its growth and health, and some plants require well-draining soil, while others do better in soil that retains more moisture. That seems like that. That feels like the level in which I can't commit exactly to being a plant beyond parent. water and light. And then you get into the next thing, repotting. Plants may outgrow their containers or need fresh soil. When repotting, choose a container that is slightly larger than the current one and use fresh potting soil. Think of your plant as a hermit crab that needs to move into a bigger shell. I definitely have Benny, my plant that I've had forever. I've had him longer than I've had Archie. I've had him for so oh, long. Yeah. I've had Benny for like three or four years. He needs to be repotted. But I'm so scared that, that the shock of moving him is going to kill him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can't be out here just repotting shit willy-nilly. I think the shock would kill Benny. And I, I don't know. think I'd be able to I feel like it's survive just it. leave him in there. But again, what do I know? And finally troubleshooting. So common plant problems include pests, diseases, and environmental stress. So begin to identify the plant's problems by Googling its symptoms as if it's WebMD. So be specific to narrow down your search as to not risk doing something that makes the problem worse. So no, don't just be like, plant dying. Right. You want to hit the symptoms. Yes. What are the, observe the plant. Observe and assess. And report. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's get into some more reasons that your plant might be dying. Because you guys, be honest with yourself, your plant is dying. <laughs> it's probably dying. What, number one, which I, I don't know if I've ever experienced, watering too much. Yeah. So this is more common than watering too little, which oh. seems bizarre. But watering too much drowns the roots, and this promotes growth of bacteria that leads to so-called root rot and kills your plants by killing the roots. Yeah. You could also water too little, which is, you know, what I really feel like I'm doing over here. This goes without saying, unless you grow plants adapted to desert climate, you need to water your plants evenly and regularly. So like cactuses and succulents. Yeah, exactly. Also, lack of sunlight. Since plant sources of energy is light, they must have daylight or artificial light to live. Having a plant in a dark room for too long is not recommended. I always, I'm always confused how people have plants in their bathrooms. Have you ever seen that? I'm like, how is your plant not dead? Maybe a bathroom window? Oh, I don't have a window in my bathroom, so that's maybe why I'm confused. Because I could never have a, I put, some, don't people have plants in their Maybe they're fake plants. Like on the I had a plant in my bathroom when I lived in the crack house. I don't know if it was the greatest place for him. <laughs> but maybe also like the humidity helped. Yeah, it? no, that's for sure. I don't know. Also, another reason your plant may be dying is lack of nutrients. Even if you grow in soil, you must sooner or later add nutrients to the soil, either liquid nutrients or give your plant like I said, new soil. There are, are at least 17 elements that are essential to plants, not including oxygen, carbon dioxide, and water. I bought some fertilizer. Don't know how to use it. Don't know when to use it. Is it like the, is it like fertilizer, fertilizer, or it's is like it a like liquid? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know when uh, I'd use I it. I also have that when I tried to save my fiddly fig and it didn't work. Yeah. And lastly, which, honestly, it's not lastly because a million other reasons could be why your plants are dying. But something to consider is bugs. So this one's a little tougher. But tripes, aphids, and spider mites are examples of bugs that feast on leaves and can be really difficult to get rid of 
once they have established themselves on your plant. Growing indoors, it is, however, unlikely that you will get an infestation, but be careful when buying plants as many of them are invested. <gasps> Ew, and then you bring it into your home. No, 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 no. Aphids are so annoying and gross. Ooh, I don't even like it. I actually had a bug on me um, the other day. We were, Joe and I went for a hike yesterday, and then in the car on the way back, I felt something crawling on me, and I looked, and I had this little, like, inchworm thing. Ew. I was so proud of myself. You didn't freak out? I didn't at all. I said, Joe, don't panic. I have a little thing, and I just put it in the cup holder, and we just kept Was it a little going. green worm? No. It was like a little— Like caterpillar? No. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. But I was like—and Joe was like, you did really well. I said, thank you. Yeah. It's also, you know, when you're in a car, you don't want to, like, I didn't want to—I was really, like, centered. Wow. Good for you. Okay, so how—if we're listening and we're like, well, I don't know what is wrong with my plant. I right. hear all the reasons what could be happening. How do you identify what is specifically wrong with your plant? Okay, here are a couple common things. So yellowing leaves, that could be root rot, lack of sunlight, or a nutrient deficiency. Leaves setting, suddenly falling off— could also be root rot, or your plant could be in shock from being recently moved. See, that's what I'm scared about, Benny. I don't want to put him into I shock. Shock him. Brown tips or edges of leaves is that the air is too hot or dry, or you could be overwatering or a nutrient deficiency. And then wilting leaves, underwatering or root rot. Now, here's the real fucking annoying thing. Mm -hmm. Root rot is in all of these. Root rot. But what, root what is rot. it? What exactly is it? Yeah, so root rot is a tough thing to deal with when it comes to house plants. Root rot happens when your plant doesn't get enough oxygen to its roots. So this usually happens when you accidentally overwater your plants over a longer time. If you water your plant too much once, there isn't a problem and your plant can recover. If your plant consistently gets too much water, the soil can't get oxygen to your plant's roots. When this happens, the roots start to rot and you're at risk of losing your plant. Luckily, if you catch this early on, you can rescue your plant. The very first thing to do is make sure your plant's soil is dry, which is what Natalie just went over. And you can do this by letting the soil dry out or in the worst case scenario, repotting your plant. But this is all this is all very complicated. Yeah. There's a lot to do to I be know. a plant parent, a good one. I know. And um, I just want easy ones. Yeah. So what are some of the easiest plants to take care of? Okay. Money trees. I really want one, too. I have one. And, and it's alive? It's alive. It did recently, and I do think it was a different in sunlight. It did drop a couple leaves, and I was like, oh, no. And then I get superstitious because I'm like, oh, no, does that mean my money situation is yeah, bad? My, yeah. Actually, it kind of is right now, so there's that. <laughs> premonition. <laughs> a premonition from the money tree? Yeah. Okay, aloe vera. Then, okay. All I, right. don't I, know. I put this on here, and I apologize. Philodendron. Mykins? That philodendron Mykins? I think that's what Benny I is. I think that's what Benny is. And I think that's the one that I had in the crack house in my bathroom. Those ones, I'm telling you, I think it could, could survive a nuclear war. I don't yeah, this even is what look Benny is. in its direction, and it's fine. Bird's nest ferns, snake plants. Lauren got me a snake plant. Monstera. I have a Monstera as well. And a peace lily. Okay, let me tell you about my peace lily. Okay. My grandma got— Oh, this, this is the one your grandma— Yeah. That you still have? Oh, yeah. My grandma got this peace lily in, like, 2006 or something. A neighbor gave it to her. And 
she moved to a different place in North Carolina, took it with her. It lived there until 2012, until she moved to San Luis Obispo. And she told the guy, like the moving truck guy, this plant is very important. So, like, keep it in the front seat, like, buckled in, basically. So he's like, okay, like, it's just a fucking plant, whatever. But he did. Brought it all the way across the country. Then it moved with her. It's been, it has moved so many times. Then when I moved to L.A., I asked my mom, like, can I take Mimi's plant? She's like, sure. So it's moved with me, like, four times. It. Resilient. So it thrives. Look at it. Okay, wait. And it blooms. And this plant is, like, Almost, what, 15 years old? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get one of these. Mm -hmm. I think it's 15 years old. And here's the reason why it's the easiest plant of all time. Hmm. It tells you what it needs. What do you mean? When it needs water, the leaves droop, Mm -hmm. and you just give it a shitload of water, pops right back. That's what Benny does. Pops right back up, and then she's chill for, like, weeks. And then, oh, I'll see your little little arms droop. I'm up. Just pour some more. So easy. Okay, so my next, my next two plants, peace lily and a money tree. Yeah, easy. I, I'm a hundred, hundred percent doing that. Easy breezy. Which one should we? Not, <laughs> <sighs> not have the hardest plants to take care of. Unsurprisingly, orchids are number one on this list. Someone just gifted me beautiful, beautiful orchids. These two, I mean, they're huge. They're like trees in my house, and I'm like kind of pissed. They're so hard to take care of. I'm going away for a month. Those things are going to be goners. I know you're supposed to give them like an ice cube a, like every month. I'm I know. That's the thing. It's again, if you overwater and then it's like, oh, spray its little leaves, but don't spray its leaves. I'm like, <laughs> well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. Orchids are tough. Also, azaleas, Boston fern, zebra plant, and of course, the, f- the fiddle leaf fig. It's just... It's too much. It does get a, the most. Get a fake fiddle leaf Get fig. a fake There's one. There's so many of them. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Another problem you might have is pets. This is my kryptonite. Archie eats soil. Yeah. So any plants that are on the ground, he's in it like a dog bowl. Like as if that's his kibble. Right. Right. And so we have to move those out of the house. So how do we keep Plants away, please. Yeah. I mean, pets away from plants. Well, so luckily, Zeppelin doesn't have a problem with this, but younger dogs and cats and all, you know, they're very curious. Yeah. So they're going to be getting into all kinds of things. So you want to make sure that all your plants are pet friendly if there's a chance that your pet might try to explore it. Some common plants that are toxic to pets include lilies, aloe vera, and ivy. So I can't get a piece of lily. There's, I don't because there's one that's toxic to dogs that I have that I have to, I had to keep put in my office. I feel like the peace lily is a diff. It's a calla lily, whereas I feel like the toxic lily ones are. No, it is. It's a peace lily. Yeah, can cause skin issues, GI tract irritation. Oh God. Well, here's what you can do: place it on a high shelf or a table. Um, Or in a hanging basket where your pets cannot reach them at all, which is particularly important if you have cats, you know, because they can just climb up on those things. Mm. Oh, yeah, they can. They can just jump real high. Another option is to try deterrents. So there's several deterrents that can help keep your pets away from your plants, like citrus sprays, cayenne pepper, and bitter apple spray. And you'd apply those deterrents on the leaves or around the base of the plant to discourage your pets from chewing or digging. I've done that. It doesn't work. Yeah. 
So let's get into some fun, unconventional tips and tricks for taking care of your plants. One of which, which, you know, I think we've talked about before, talking to your plants. Yeah. It is often said that talking to your plants can help them grow. And I feel like we've all seen those videos of like the plants that have the positive affirmations and then the plants who don't and then they are dying and the other ones are thriving. So talking to your plants can help you form a deeper connection with them and give you an excuse to spend more time tending to them. We also recommend naming them. Oh, totally. Yeah. Name your, you can call it. Yeah. Next is using coffee grounds as fertilizer. Some people believe that adding coffee grounds to soil can help fertilize plants. While coffee grounds do contain some nutrients that plants need, they also can be acidic, which can harm some plants. So it's best to use coffee grounds in moderation and only on plants that can tolerate acidic soil. See, there's a lot of research that goes to go Yeah, there is a lot of research. Another tip and trick is planting by the moon phases. Some gardeners believe that planting by the phases of the moon can improve plant growth and yield. The idea is that planting during certain phases of the moon can have an effect on the flow of water and nutrients in plants. While there is no scientific evidence to support this claim, some swear by it. However, this applies more to if you are planting things outdoors and not tending to your indoor plants. Yeah, I think that's like a farmer's thing. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. You can also use eggshells to deter pests. It's said that crushed eggshells can help deter slugs and snails from eating your plants. While eggshells do have sharp edges that can be uncomfortable for pests, there's no scientific evidence that they're an effective deterrent. Interesting. You can always try it. Oh, also you can use rice water to help them grow, which people say for your hair helps them grow. The next time you cook rice, when you clean it, put the colander over a jar or pitcher and collect the rice water. Rice water helps create good bacteria in the soil, which helps the organic material break down, distributing nutrients to the roots. Apparently, you can use pasta water too, but you've never tried that. No, but I have done rice water. In your plants? Yeah, and it fucking works. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And one time I told my mom, I was like, I put rice water in my plants, and they all grew like crazy. And so she's like, oh, I'm going to try it. And she said, holy shit. What? It like totally works. Or one of them, like if they start to look like, oh, this one's going down, mm-hmm. rice water. I can do that. Brings it back. I can do that. And let's also discuss some apps because, you know, this is all very complicated stuff. But there are some apps that can help you with your plants. Yes. The first one is Planta. So you can log the different species of plants you have at home manually, keep track of the light intensity of the room in which they're placed, and get push notifications about when you should water them based on the weather in your area. The app's best free feature, detailed instructions about different watering methods, water over the soil, bottom watering, a water bath, based on your plant's needs. I need a push notification that's like, water your motherfucking plants. Me too. And I need to know, like, because I always just pour it in the top. I'm like, here you go. I didn't know there was other methods. Well, I think that's another reason why the fucking fiddly fig, who I clearly have a you do. personal vendetta against, mm-hmm. you have to move it, take it into the bath, give it a water bath oh, for like, no. uh, it has to sit there and then got to move it. It's too much for me. There's also Flourish. So you manually enter your plant species into the app and you'll get a brief description of what your plants should look like when they're healthy, care instructions with their water and light preferences, and a list of common issues that cause them to fall 
ill. But the app doesn't just tell you what your plants need. It also teaches you to fulfill those needs with watering reminders and plant care tips. Yeah. What if I don't know what plant species uh, so that's, have, that's the problem. I don't know if I can clue. Well, there's picture of this. Picture this <laughs> oh. comes with a camera-enabled plant identifier and detailed plant care guides. But once you upgrade to either gold or premium membership, the app will also let you access tools that no other app offers, like an AI that diagnoses your sick plants, as well as community forum for troubleshooting and sharing tips. Wow. So that's for the hardcore girlies. Yeah. That's like that's, if that's the next level. Yeah. I feel like I have some people I know from high school that I, I see them on Instagram and they are, they are plant parenting. Yeah. I feel like that would be good for them. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Well, you guys, we hope you guys learned more about the basics of plant parenthood, why your plants are dying, and how to keep your plants happy and thriving. <sighs> and let's go back on the... Yerba mate. What, the guayaki? Guayaki. Organic yerba mate. Lemon elation. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Remember the Pure Mood CD? No. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Oh, Nat, do you want to introduce our hottie of the week? Oh, I pitched this hottie because I do believe he is an icon. He is an icon. And it is the love fern from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. <laughs> Which, honestly, is the inspiration behind... How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is the inspiration behind Benny, my, like, number one plant's name, because she calls him Benny Boop. Boo, Benny, boo, Benny Boop, boo, 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 boo. When she's giving him the love fern. Yes, and she's like, you let him die. <laughs> Our love fern. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, we went a little rogue this week. Who cares? Um, we can do whatever we want. We sure can. I have, like, no real issue with this. I would get it again. I would drink it again. Yeah. Love fern? Oh. I mean, it's like... I'd give it a nine. All right. We'll give it a nine. You can give it a nine and a half. It's like... It didn't rock my world, but it's right. no, there's it's nothing not, wrong with it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't find any issues with it, but I guess it's not a love friend because I'm not like, oh my God. Like the aloe vera juice. Yeah. I, was I think like, this is a nine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree. Nine out of the love fern from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. <laughs> All right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, and this week it's pop off. Pop off. Natalie, I still don't know what I'm going to pop off about, so you go first. Okay. The floor is yours well, to pop off. It's interesting that we brought up telemarketers earlier. Okay. Because I'm going to pop off about telemarketers, but a specific niche. Okay. Which is this new genre where... I think it's pre-recorded, but it sounds like a person, like a per, like a real, like it's like a lady. I've had her before. She's like, "Hi, um, blah, 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 yeah, blah. yeah, oh yeah." Well, so it's like, and, but she says "um" too. Yeah, it's like very normal sounding. Mm -hmm. So today, and usually, if I if the number is not one I recognize, I'm not answering it. But it pop, one popped up today. It was from it was a Los Angeles number, and I had an appointment this morning. And I thought, oh, maybe it's them, and they're calling to say like, oh, we're running late or whatever. So I answer it, and I'm like, hello. And this is how you know. There's a little pause. Mm -hmm. There's a half second. That's unnatural. And then it's like, hey, so I'm gonna make this real quick. I'm like, I don't even know what. Well, he was trying to get me to like buy something for the betterment of police. 
which I am not the right person to call. Okay. I am the wrong person to call for that one. Yeah. So I hung up real quick because I'm like, what the fuck? But then I just thought it's the way that these horrible people are probably scamming the elderly. Because it sounds so real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, can my my pop-up is just going to go off yours because okay. literally yesterday my mom, my, my mom obviously, we all know my mom's an accountant. And she was telling me this, she was like something really sad happened. She was doing this older man's taxes and he had pulled out $100,000 out of his uh, IRA. And she was like, oh, you know, you're going to have to pay taxes on, you know, the 100000 It's kind of a lot. And he was yeah. like, yeah, I'll tell you about it later. So then he comes in, this was last year, she comes in this year, and he puts an FBI file down on my mom's table. And he goes, so that $100,000 I pulled out last year, I got a message or a call or something that said that my identity had been stolen and that all these illegal things were happening with my social security number and that I was going to have to go to trial in New York City. And there was, like, all this stuff going on. And so they needed $130,000 to clear everything and get get everything <sighs> squared away. And obviously, he got scammed. Right. And he was just so embarrassed, like, the year he came into my mom's that, like, he couldn't yeah. tell her. And my mom was, like, looking at his, you know, he sees all his financial stuff. And she was like, that was all, like, all of his savings. And Ugh. he was like, he's, like, in his 80s. Oh. And he just didn't know any better. And basically, he had reported it to the FBI. But they um, they couldn't do it. They were like, we literally— It's like, gone. It's gone. Yeah. There's nothing to do. And luckily, my mom was like, he has a really great pension. And, like, he's fine. Like, he'll be able to pay his bills. But, like, it was all his savings. Oh, it's just, like— It's so, so sad. sad. And also, so I watched— you. I think I've talked about it on this before. But I've watched a couple YouTube videos of these guys that, like, hack into the scammer. Like, they'll start fucking with them. Yes, yes, yes. And the guys are like, people are embarrassed that this happens to them. But, like, they're getting so good that even people that would never get scammed in a million years are getting scammed. Really? Yeah. And there's this new one where they can, like— fake somebody's voice. Like, they cross the, like, phone lines or whatever. So they'll have, like, your mom on one end and you, and they're saying, like, we have your mom captured and you have to, like, go to an ATM and pull out everything. Oh, hell And then no. deposit it in cash. Like, so obviously it's not traceable. Like, all this crazy shit. And it's like, oh, or then they say, if you call, or if you call anybody right now, we're just going to kill her. So... Like, don't even try it. Like, it's fucking crazy. That is terrifying. I know. That makes me so sad. Well, that's, I mean, I've said this before, but that's literally why Jen Shaw from Housewives is in jail. Deservedly so. Yeah, deservedly so. She's getting a lot of sympathy. (sighs) But I think, what did she get? Six years. But really, she should have got a lot more. Yeah, she put a lot of people out. Yeah. Elderly people. The elderly. You Not the elderly. You want to know what my mom did? And I do think this is fucking hilarious. And they really don't, they don't call her anymore. There was one, you know, the like IRS scam where they would like be like, you owe more on your taxes. And like, this is the IRS and all this shit. Mm-hmm. So she knew it was a scam and they would call her like four times a day. And she was getting so fucking annoyed. And she would say like, stop 
fucking calling me. Like, I hate you. Stop. I know what you're doing. And they just kept doing it. So then one day, she called them back 100 times (laughs) (laughs) in a row. And they started answering and saying, stop calling us. And she was like, oh, you like that? You called 100 times in a row. I love that for her. I, I love the commitment. That's kind of iconic. I know. And she's like, they never call me. She's like, I think they think I'm fucking crazy. And I'm like, you kind of are. <laughs> but you know how they say, like, if you're in danger or whatever, act like a lunatic. Oh, yeah. Crazy? Yeah. yeah totally. So that's what, that's she, what did. she did. It was a survival method. <laughs> I love it. Pro tip. My mom always says the IRS will never call you. No. They will never call you. No. They will send you a letter in the mail, but they sh- if anyone's calling you saying they're from the IRS, they're scamming you. And also, like, if there's ever a deadline, like, if you hang up right now, like, w- w- <laughs> we're going to charge you a million dollars. Like, no. Nah. Not nah. Gonna happen. All right, you guys. Well, we hope you like this episode. If you do, we have similar episodes. Episode 109, How to Maintain a Clean Home. Also, episode 24, New Year, New Space, How to Use Feng Shui to Cleanse and Clear Your Home with... Ariel Saye. So go check those out. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Love you. Love Bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye.